0: It's the old lady hands for me.
1: That has nothing to do with what I'm complaining <laughs> about right now.
0: Welcome back. This is Shaking Not Scared. Uh, you're here with Eric and Vivi. How are you, Vivi?
1: Good. It's your birthday today, the day this is posted. Oh, I was like, not today. Yeah. Happy Aries season. How do you feel?
0: I feel the same.
1: You don't feel empowered by the chaotic energy in the air.
0: Should I? Should I start like throwing hands and running around in circles? I do that anyway.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're 29 today.
0: Yeah, I'm one step closer to 30, but you always make fun of me for that. I don't feel like
1: I don't I'm make fun of you. I'm excited <laughs> to be 30.
0: Are you? Yeah. You probably already are 30.
1: I act like I'm 65 years old. So I'm excited to just be like, it's because I'm 30. Um, <laughs> Thank you, though. Yeah. Happy birthday. Everybody go wish Erica a happy birthday. <laughs> because it's your birthday, you picked the movie this week. I did. Yay.
0: There was like no birthday related reason. We tried to find some movies that were like maybe from 1992, which is when I was born, or like March related. And I couldn't find anything special. It was all like super sequels. I'm talking like third and fourth versions of movies. So nothing <laughs> like iconic. Except for like, I guess, Ron Stoker's uh, Dracula. Which
1: out. I love. Yeah. And- do want you to see that movie because I don't think you've seen it.
0: I don't think I've. Maybe is it the one with uh,
1: Winona Ryder and um, Oh no, not what I thought. Keanu Reeves.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say is it the one with uh, What's his name? I think he plays. It doesn't matter. I can't remember his name. If He's... you're
1: thinking about <laughs> Gary Oldman, who plays in um, Harry Potter, who plays Sirius.
0: Oh no! no. also okay. not the one. There's another one with like. There's Black a payment.
1: ton of Dracula. Tons.
0: So that's why I didn't pick that one. There was one called Thirty One. Uh, apparently like uh it was created by Rob Zombie i think oh nice and it's like another devils rejects so i was like man we could probably Oh so it's also else. a sequel. It's not a sequel but it's apparently a lot like it so uh but the reviews were kind of like ah, it's just another devils rejects rob zombie type movie so You know i've
1: only seen House of a Thousand Corpses and i know Devils Rejects like the sequel to that so i don't know about his other movies
0: This 31 apparently is like just like those it's like a circus Act kind of gone wrong thing.
1: I mean, I'm pretty sure we'll get to House of a Thousand Corpses eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, for scared of people because there's nothing <laughs> like eerie about it. I think it's, again, it's gross, just like the people sure. being messed up. Yeah, kind of situation. But yeah, we picked The Descent, uh, which is from. I don't. I can't pick. Or decide or no, confirm which one it is. But it, it, we saw 2005 and 2006. Looks like maybe the 2005 version is the UK one. And 2006 was like the US release or something. Because Hulu and Amazon said six. But when you look it up, it's 2005. So I'm assuming 2005 is right.
1: Yeah, I think the only version that we are able to find, because we're in the States, is the U.S. release. But we did look up the alternate ending, which we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. You said you had a fact about that, but do you yeah. want to talk about this drink first?
0: We have to see. It's directed by Neil Marshall. Sorry, got to throw that in there. Didn't mention him. Okay. <laughs> but yes, let's talk about the drink.
1: Yes, let's not take credit for his movie. <laughs> People are not going to know that we didn't Who produce even and write it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what drink you got?
1: So I have never seen this movie. So when you don't really know what it's about, it's kind of hard to make up a drink. My thought process was cave dweller, dark, and because I looked at a couple movie posters, um, it's very like red themed, real bloody. You find themes. out why later. You you do. Um, so I went with what I'm gonna call cave dweller sangria, and it's a very very dark sangria. I don't know if you're looking at it right now.
0: It is. It's very very deep red.
1: Yeah, so that's what I was going for. It's basically made up of my favorite red wine so far that I've found. is carnivore, so we use carnivore. We use pomegranate juice, which gives it a super dark color. And um, what else did I – oh, blood orange soda because there's the word blood in it. And we mixed it – usually sangrias are topped with brandy, but we, we use tequila for this one because we, we just bought The Rock's tequila and we wanted to try it. We've yeah, been making the drinks with
0: it. <laughs> Germana, apparently yeah. it's good. We haven't tried it yet. Well, we kind of tried it.
1: Yeah, we tried it in another, in another drink, but we got the rospato. Oh, Which one? Reposado.
0: Reposado? Yeah.
1: Reposado. No, no, it's not sold Espado. by a man on the corner. <laughs> that's what I wanted. With colored flavoring. It could be okay. That's You know, that's actually a good idea. I'm sure people would buy that.
0: We should make that for some sort of like ice Oh, we should. <laughs> yeah. But cool. Do you yeah. want to try it now?
1: Give it a try. Sure. Oh, I also topped it with um, blueberries and orange because it's sangria and you got to put fruit in it.
0: Oh, that's actually pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it's
1: delicious. I actually love it. I think... Um,
0: with all those ingredients, you think it'd be like super sour or sweet but it's like fresh. It's like a mm-hmm. fresh drink, yeah.
1: It's funny. My cousin actually asked me for a good sangria recipe earlier. And like sangria is one of those things that you could customize a million ways.
0: I think that's why like I expected it to be very like super sweet. Sangria can, it can be hit or miss depending on where you get it from. This is really good.
1: Yeah, typically white sangria is like really sweet and then red is more bitter, which we tend to like more. Mhm.
0: Yeah, this one's not very bitter. It's it's got a hint of sweet. It's not like unsweet, but it it's good. Um, yeah. It's like a very fresh sangria. I would drink this on a hot summer day.
1: I think you said that about the last drink too. But um fresh
0: drinks are my thing if they're super sweet.
1: Yeah, you love that. Mm. I also think that Adding tequila instead of brandy gives it a pretty good flavor,
0: mm-hmm. but I think
1: I like tequila more than
0: brandy. How much tequila did you add? A lot? It was like half a cup. It's mm. not a ton. It sounds like a lot when you say half a cup of tequila.
1: Yes, it does sound like it. <laughs> what good, would you rate it?
0: I'd give it a three and a half. That's pretty good. Three, seven, five, actually. A little higher. Whoa. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm going to give it a five out of five because I fucking love wine. Yeah. <laughs> And it just tastes
0: like a really good red wine to me. You know what? That's, that's a good point because the carnivore could have a lot to do with the taste too. Because carnivore is actually a really good wine. I mean, yeah. I, I like bitter wines and Carn- I agree with carnivore. is probably like one of the better red wines we've had. Yeah. The cheap. We have had. The
1: cheap wines because <laughs> we don't get like extravagant ones.
0: No, the bottle's cool too. It's got like a little slash through it. Mm. But no, this is good. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, try it out. Uh, We'll probably post a video on how to make it, so keep an eye out for that.
1: Now, do I give an overview or do you give me fun facts?
0: No, I think we skipped a new segment that we want to talk about.
1: Oh, that's true. So um, we were thinking of adding a little corner of our podcast called
0: the... Consuming Creepy Content segment.
1: Basically, we're just going to tell you what creepy content we've been consuming throughout the week
0: yep and it doesn't necessarily have to be like the creepiest content no mine's luigi's mansion
1: (laughs) (laughs) mine's is also a game do you want to go first
0: no you go first you were super excited to get this game
1: i was i like sent it to you and was like buy this for me um i'm terrible at it but i really wanted to play little nightmares 2 on switch um and yes it is creepy and it stresses me out so much while i'm playing it (laughs)
0: You got pretty far, right? This is like your second day playing it now? Yeah,
1: it's been like my second night playing it, and I I didn't grow up playing video games, so it takes me like 20 minutes to do a simple task.
0: And I was just sitting there, and you were like throwing the controller made past this for me.
1: <laughs> yes, like like, I think in the end, you're just going to end up playing it, and I'm going to end up watching you, <laughs> like we were doing with Resident Evil. <laughs> but Oh,
0: we're still not done with that. But yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, it's been fun. What's it about? You know, there's no like clear storyline. It's like this little creepy kid with a um, like a paper bag hat over his head, like comes out of the grave and just survives like creepy things with his little creepy friend.
0: Yeah, there's, like, no dialogue. I've seen no. you play, and I'm like where, like, where do you have to go? Because you just passed me the control. It's like, literally I, like a puzzle. When I say she just throws the control at me, she's like, you passed this. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Where do I go? You also, like, asked me to help you kind of figure mm-hmm. out some of the puzzle type, because it's, it's kind of like a puzzle game. You have to, like, figure out it how to is. get out of the rooms and stuff.
1: Well, because when you were playing Resident Evil, I was also, like, trying to help you figure out the puzzle stuff.
0: It's got a nice little, like, dark hue to it. The, the style is really cool, too. I feel yeah. like, uh, like Hollow Knight. It reminds
1: or... me of... Um, I imagine like Silent Hill, like old style type video games like that.
0: You also can't tell if like the people are mannequins or not because their faces. Oh, they're break.
1: like it's kind of like a world where all the adults are the enemy and the little kids are like toys. No, like the heroes
0: kind of world. Oh, the kids, as in you, because you ki- and your
1: little friend, because there's also like killer children in a school.
0: That's what I was gonna say is that the, the level you were playing yesterday was like a classroom, and the kids, like when you bash their heads in, break like dolls. Yeah, so
1: so yes, it is creepy. It is creepy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What creepy content are you playing this week? Well, or watching, or, watching, or reading, or
0: reading well, a couple things. Luigi's Mansion, we also played that yesterday. It was, like, the first time we played. It's also not as creepy as Little Nightmares 2. No, it's, 2. like,
1: cutesy creepy. It's, it's like, fun. Haunted Mansion creepy. The
0: whole time, you play as Luigi, who's just, like, shivering and getting stalled by, like, everything. Um, it's kind of like you go into this hotel. Everyone's going Mario, Peach, to Toads. And then the hotel's kind of got this, like, fake facade of it's, like, great and awesome. And you were invited here by some lady. This and is, like, out- the third
1: installment of this game, correct? Yes,
0: Luigi's Mansion three for the switch too
1: okay
0: yeah so the i'm assuming stuff happens in the other ones because they keep talking about like you've uh you've released all the ghosts from before and i have to catch them all again and you get this like vacuum and yesterday i was just robbing the hotel because you (laughs) get to get behind the front desk and you get this like vacuum and I think that's what makes it not creepy. I mean, I, I could see how, like, kids maybe growing up would be uh, like, I don't out. even
1: think it's kid creepy. I think it's just, like, wholesome creepy.
0: It is. It gave us, like, Tower of Terror. Uh, yeah, Honda like, Mansion, Mansion Disney vibes. vibes. Yeah. You get a vacuum, you can, like, vacuum up. Almost like Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. You can, like, vacuum up the ghosts, and then you have to, like, fight them and bash them into the ground. But it was fun. Yeah, I think I'll keep playing it.
1: Is that your your only creepy content of the week?
0: We're watching a lot of anime. It's kind of creepy, like the. Oh, you're catching up on Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan's pretty good right now. Which is creepy in its own special way. Yeah. Have you read that Junji Ito book this week?
1: I was reading like the first story. It's a lot like we actually watched this a couple months ago, but um, they had turned it into a an actual anime, and it's like the stories from the anime, but um, probably a little better written. It's the actual author's work, so.
0: Yeah, there's like some really cool stories in there. I like the, I think the creepy, one of the creepier ones is on the cover with the foreheads and yeah. that like the guy is trying to like make a baby with this girl and turns out that if he doesn't in time he's gonna get his head sucked into the rest yeah, of the something family about
1: family lineage and it's it's pretty gross
0: oh it's nasty yeah. and then there's the model
1: oh the model is terrifying if you don't know what we're talking about um
0: like a picture is a jinji so honestly you could probably do like images yeah and it's called the
1: jinji 2 collection it's a whole series um
0: we might link it in the show notes or something yeah if, we'll talk about all these probably in there
1: yeah if you're If you care about this segment of the pod, if not, I guess we can start the movie.
0: (laughs) Cool. So you want to give a brief overview? What does the Wikipedia, IMDb, whatever we're talking about say?
1: So it's IMDb. Um, I have actually never seen this movie. It was your pick. You've actually talked to me about it for like a while now.
0: I have, yeah, and I looked it up before we watched it to see, like, how it was reviewed, because I remember growing up and watching it. From 2005, I was, like, 13 Uh the time it came out, but it was, like, well-reviewed, so I figured, hey, let's go watch it. You haven't seen it ever, so I figured you'd get your, your, like, raw reaction.
1: So it says, a year after a severe emotional trauma, which I think is an understatement, Sarah goes to North Carolina to spend some time exploring caves with her friends. After descending underground, the women find strange cave paintings and evidence of earlier expeditions, then learn they are not alone. Underground predators inhabit the crevices, (laughs) and they have a taste for human flesh. The crevasses. The crevasses,
0: yeah. (laughs) I I like how it says strange paintings, and they're not. They're just like cavemen drawings. And it says
1: strange cave paintings which yeah, not. I got it, they are just cave paintings.
0: <laughs> but no, that's, I guess that pretty much sums it up. Yep. So you got fun facts? I do. So I have a, a bunch actually, more than a lot of the other movies. Uh, some of the ones I want to cover are from spookisles.com, but the crawlers were played by professional actors. Like So they're not not stunt people. Okay. The reason for this was because Neil Marshall wanted them all to have their own personalities. Interesting. So he wanted the entire experience to be authentic. So he even kept the crawler cast members and the main six actresses separate the entire time of filming. So the first time that the audience sees these crawlers kind of jump out the act- at the actresses is the first time the actresses also had seen the crawlers for the first time.
1: That's a really good idea to get like a genuine reaction out of the actresses, you know? As
0: I was taking down on his note, though, I was thinking like, how many retakes could you possibly take without kind of messing with that plan? right you had to take like the first it had to be
1: like the first shot
0: yeah so that's cool cast of cavers so this is a second fact cast of cavers was supposed to be mixed male and female but the entire cast is female so the reason the director did this was because he figured there weren't so many uh female exclusive casts at the time and so he uh changed it up a little bit and also referenced some friends so that he wouldn't make any stereotypes of females in the in the movie
1: and, and that's something you definitely notice right away. This is, like, the first group all-female, no men.
0: Yeah. When I wrote down this note, too, I was thinking, like, yeah, I guess you don't get absolutely any, any other men except for the guy at the beginning, which we'll talk about. But mm-hmm. that's all-female yeah. the whole movie. And, I guess, the crawlers. But, right. you know, the, the main actresses are all-female, so that's pretty cool. And it, I think it's funny that he had to, like, reference some friends and get some advice so that he wouldn't make any stereotypes and kind of for 2005 i think that's pretty cool that's
1: pretty progressive because i feel like a lot of directors get in trouble for how they write female characters nowadays now in 2021 yeah so. 15
0: 16 years later so uh pretty cool fact i have a couple of facts for later but they're more in depth to what happens throughout the movie so i figured i'd bring them up later huh? so um, some of it has to do with what you mentioned earlier with the alternate ending
1: mm-hmm. do you want to get into it
0: one more fact oh okay. not about the movie but I brought this up a couple of days ago because it was just uncanny that we were talking about this movie and brought it to you, and you were like, ah, "Is it interesting enough?" But this week, uh, the week of, well, this last week, week of the Mar- of March fifteenth, a group of fifteen people were put in isolation for forty days in a cave to study the effects of isolation on the emotional and cognitive functions of the human beings. So apparently, this was done before for like physiological studies to see like how your body changes and things like that. But this is the first time it's being done to see how crazy you go, I guess. Why? <laughs>
1: Why do we need that?
0: Uh, the The way that they referenced it was kind of like those other studies that have been done, like the the prison and, and prisoner experiments. things yes. like that, To see how like the mind. It's, it
1: does sound like a real life um, Russian sleep experiment.
0: <laughs> when I looked it up, people were referring to it as like a pandemic study too.
1: Oh, interesting. Oh, that's a good point then
0: the isolation but like mars is a thing that's coming up too this group of astronauts is going to go on this like one-way trip basically i'm sure it's all related to Mm -hmm. see how crazy you could actually go because i don't know how you feel about this but if i think about going somewhere in isolation i don't think i'd go crazy but you honestly don't know i mean science could tell you otherwise
1: oh i definitely think i would go crazy and there's like so many studies about like um prisoners in solitary confinement Mm-hmm. And how you definitely go crazy. It's Start like a voices. cruel practice.
0: Yeah. So uh, this movie, I think, is funny because it kind of like refers Hilarious. to like, all these things. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. There's like <laughs> pools. There's there's happy campers. No. Mm, yeah. Happy cavers. So yeah, I guess let's jump into the movie now. Yeah. And this cave. boom. Nah.
1: <laughs> but um, the movie opens on I believe it is it called White River Raft or just.
0: Rapid rafting, Rraft, river rafting, yeah. or whatever. Um, we don't do this, obviously. We don't know what's going
1: clearly <laughs> we don't. I, I do have cousins that have done it.
0: Um, Your uncle just posted something. Oh no, canoeing.
1: Canoeing is, is definitely good. not yeah. like river We're rafting. on the edge
0: when you're just like paddling <laughs> along a quiet um, river.
1: But it's it's very clear that it's like a group of friends that are, that are like females that are very into the outdoors adventures, adventures and things of that hiking, nature. climbing. So like it's a group of three women. It's Sarah, Juno, and Becca, I believe.
0: At the beginning? Is it was Becca? Becca there?
1: Or was it um Beth. Was it Beth? It's Becca Beth and Beth, someone. so it's confusing. But yeah they're doing this and it's Sarah's husband and daughter are like cheering them on as they're going through this. They don't make it to the bottom. Yeah, they make it. Juno gets pushed into the river or whatever. And Sarah's husband helps her out. And it's a very obvious scene. Like a very obvious scene that something's going on between Sarah's husband, Paul, and her friend, Juno. It's
0: funny. I didn't even notice this, but you pointed it out. Oh, you
1: notice it right away because, well, maybe, maybe this is a woman thing because this is happening. And then her other friend, Beth or Becca, is giving them a side eye, like, "Mm, I know what's happening here. So you got to pick up on all of that.
0: (laughs) When you started bringing it up, I was like, I guess I could see that because you said that he starts, he doesn't just help her out. He starts to like take her helmet off and help her kind of like get situated. And while Sarah, who is his wife, is helping her daughter. Yeah. I was like this is all obviously suspicious.
1: <laughs> so this happens and eventually Sarah and her family drive off. They're all meeting at a hotel and like the overview mentions something tragic happens. They're in a crazy car accident where I guess some asshole who tied pipes to the top the top of his
0: car crashes uh, into them. <laughs> is that guy the asshole because she's talking to the husband Paul and is like you seem a little off and he's like kind of like huh? off. Yeah, he's kind of like, what? And um, in the background, you can see the car. I don't know if she's in the left lane because she's facing him. I think she No,
1: because it's in uh, the UK and they drive on the other side of the road. Oh, my God.
0: Don't <laughs> let me drive in the UK. I'm just going to be crashing and people think I'm supposed to be on the right.
1: Oh, yeah. Driving in like, <laughs> other countries. Why are? Why does America have to be special about fucking everything? I feel like they just want to guarantee we're not prepared for international travel. No. Like the metric system, they drive on the other side of the road. (laughs) We are technically like the only country that has like...
0: Could you just go somewhere else and say that uh, you didn't know when you crashed into things and say that you're from America?
1: No, I think you'd still be held accountable. (laughs) But like I was saying, we're also the only country that has like one language usually when most countries are like bilingual, trilingual. Do we have one language though? I mean, we don't. American. (laughs) (laughs) I did hear that joke before where it's like, what's... The language of America, and it's like merc. <laughs> yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. So she she crashes, uh, and it's he like crashes. It
1: was, she was driving. He was driving because it's on the other side of the road.
0: Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I'm like so flipped. Yeah. So anyway, I guess he crashes. Because I guess his yeah, I guess she has a point. He's like, she's like, is your mind somewhere else? Because he's he like, does what?
1: not take his eyes off the road
0: and he just crashes. Crashes into that guy, yeah, uh, or girl. Mm-hmm. And the immediate first gruesome scene is all the pipes just flying through the front windshield and it goes through his Straight seat, through his Through, his, through his, his face, yeah, and the blood and uh, kind of I pans guess it's out.
1: implied that it also happens to her daughter because she's on the side of the driver okay. as well
0: yeah i was gonna point out though as it pans out from there too you i know you hate this that's how i'm gonna bring it up but uh when you say dick mm-hmm. it, it's too real you can see his hands through the windshield yeah, and he's I like, like his, that. i can guess him because the pipe goes through his face or his head that the brain is you know sending signals through his hands and he's like convulsing
1: honestly i was gonna make a point that it's funny that you picked this movie because it literally has like so many things i hate in it and that's one of them really <laughs> yes Physical activity and the outdoors being the other two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> being outside in general.
1: It just, I don't get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so the, right away we get taken to kind of like the dream world with Sarah. We do.
1: She wakes up in the hospital, but it's kind of like a weird scene where she's the only one in the hospital, and the lights are flickering behind her, and she's screaming.
0: She's running away, and the lights are shutting off, which I think is an allusion to later. Yes. That uh, the darkness is basically like getting coming. Away. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she runs into her friend who, like, basically tells her in a very dramatic fashion that... Because she's, like, screaming for her daughter. She, like, tells her that her daughter is dead. And then suddenly there's a bunch of people in the hospital. And I, like, think this all the time about horror movies. But, like, what hospital are you staying at that it, they just let you run out of your room? And that you're not monitored all the time? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. When we used to go visit my dad all the time, it was, like, you had to get buzzed in and then tell mm-hmm. them who you were going to go visit. And then you... There's like a center where everyone kind of yeah, sees all the patients. Yeah, you have to
1: be but. checked in, and like there's only certain hours. Like, I've been in the hospital a couple of times for like Crohn's, and it was literally like you could not get up without them being like, What do you
0: need? Yeah, maybe they have like a monitor. They I mean, do. I don't know if it's.
1: Because no, they rip off their monitors, but even that sets them off like crazy. They would go and they would go line. check what's happening with Cause you. Because to
0: them, it could be like you flatlined. You
1: flatlined, yep.
0: Yeah. So they'd run, but. Uh, this is when she runs into her friends who catch her because she kind of like snaps out of it and is actually outside running around, and her friend catches her. And then this is when you said that uh, that she finds out her daughter is also dead, and
1: mm-hmm. that's uh, kind of seen. And then it's like one year later.
0: Wait, don't forget that Juno is seen also crying. And walks away and doesn't console her with her other friend. I'm assuming Beth. I think Beth is the friend friend. Becca is the one who shows later. No, Becca is the one who shows up later with Sam and is already at the cave. Or the, not the cave, sorry, the cabin.
1: Okay, I have to
0: look this up. Because because. when they show up, Juno says hi to Sarah and Beth. They're both in the car. So I'm assuming Beth is like her best friend. I
1: thought it was Becca because it's Becca who dies in the cave.
0: Spoiler alert it's beth oh but my god die. why
1: did they name these <laughs> girls like the same name
0: well they all die except sarah but beth is the one who is like her best friend so i'm assuming the one in the hospital is beth because they also okay. drive together to the cabin and <laughs> so, then beth is the one who tells her that juno's okay yeah, so, so then beth it is all this.
1: <laughs> beth it is juno's seen running away scene cut one year later
0: Beth and Sarah driving through the middle of a forest, looks like. I mean I like all the scenery in here because I know that you hate the art doji stuff. I don't know that I'd be as adventurous to like jump into caves and start rock climbing yeah. like a, as a beginner. These people seem like they're experienced, but all this scenery is amazing. And When they're talking about, like, we're in the middle of oh, fuck nowhere, and they're upset about it. I was like, what do you mean? This is great. You if know... Francisco's listening to this, he would know what I'm talking <laughs> about. This, these views are great. One Actually, of them even reminded me of when we were in the White Mountains up in New Hampshire. I was watching this, and I'm like, this looks like
1: Twilight. The way they're, like, painting the forest scenes.
0: You, you mean our front yard? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't hate the outdoors in that sense. Um, I think it's all the, like...
0: Physical, physical activity. The activity?
1: Yeah, like, I'm not a person who would rock climb. I hate heights. Like, I'm not an active, coordinated person. So all of this seems, like, bizarre to me.
0: <laughs> Honestly, all the things that happen in this movie that go wrong are things that... Probably anyone with some sense would, uh, d- like, avoid completely. hmm You know? Like, everything that goes wrong sure. goes wrong because of idiocy, not because they did anything, like, on purpose. Well, I take that back. Juno did it on purpose. Juno kind of is the reason all this goes to hell. I hate Juno.
1: Yeah. She's kind of the worst.
0: She has, like, a redemption arc But a not. Bit, but not really. Yes.
1: <laughs> we can talk about that. Again, like you mentioned, this is, like, an all-female cast.
0: They're all Adventures. hikers,
1: cave divers. I don't know what else they mention.
0: Holly's the one who kind of like mentions it, that there were like bungee jumpers and co- climbers and yeah. cavers and swimmers and divers. and like whatever. whatever you
1: want to call it. They're all there for yeah. the adventure.
0: So they show up to the cabin and this we kind of like skip through past this is that it's kind of like just like a bunch of girls hanging out. They're going to go on this trip. They're preparing for the next day. They start drinking. They have a girls night for the most part. Uh, everyone's kind of yeah. like doing their own thing. Some of them sit outside, inside. Um, they're reminiscing on like previous adventures to holly's like a friend that that uh juno i think brings none of them really knew her she's kind of like this edgy woman who seems to have like gone through several adventures too and is looking for that next high i think she says literally she's looking for that next high so they're all kind of talking about what's gonna happen and sarah is there and kind of like awkward because it seems like she hasn't kind of gotten over everything obviously
1: and would happened. you it's only been a year. Oh, it's only
0: been a year, yeah. And it's your kid and husband. Both. Yeah. It's tough, and uh, everyone kind of, like, doesn't talk about He's, it. He's, like,
1: dancing around it, but everybody knows.
0: Yeah, so the night's kind of playing itself, and then Sarah goes to sleep, has a nightmare.
1: Mm-hmm. Has a pipe-through-the-face nightmare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is traumatizing. Because she saw that, probably, It's another again very gruesome. This movie is super gruesome. I think it's crazy. It's like great how like I don't know where the gruesomeness is because this scene even you don't expect her to just look out the window and then just get piped in the face.
1: I think like as a common rule for horror movies nowadays, you don't expect the bulk of the creepy to come till. the end
0: yeah and the the creepiness here isn't even like uh you know movies that we've talked about already is like there's either zombies or like a killer or even like ghosts. it's kind of mm-hmm. like your own mental it ramps
1: up at the end and
0: your own mental state is like attacking you. Because yes. you have, she's taking medicine too, mm-hmm. right? I think we looked at like a review thing and it was talking about how she's got PTSD medication to handle what had happened to her.
1: Yeah. So again, this night is happening. Alcohol, drugs, whatever. I am only 27 years young. And if I was going to go on a big hiking adventure, then I thought you were a 65 day, year
0: old lady. I mean,
1: physically, yes.
0: <laughs> Mentally, <yeah. laughs>
1: Mentally, yes. Mentally, yes. <laughs> no. Um, According to the rules of the universe, I'm only 27. <laughs> I would not drink the day before because there's a scene where one of them is like screaming in the shower <laughs> because she's hung over
0: well and the water is super cold but yeah. i was thinking the exact same thing is that they're preparing for this next night that they have absolutely no idea what's going to happen well uh, correction the other girls thought they knew what was going to happen because they mm-hmm. thought they were going on this kind of like planned out path that they had researched apparently some of them even bring up the book later with the map and yeah. the info and whatever so i guess under that logic if i had went to hang out with like friends who love hiking i don't think it would matter if we knew what we were doing you just go drink and have fun and and then you go do your thing but yeah i
1: guess if you're experienced this doesn't come into play but i don't know i guess we're just old and not hardcore enough
0: agreed though you'd have to drink a ton of water the night before so that you can like yeah. be prepped hydrated nutri- what was it nutri- listen i i got a meals. good
1: night's sleep like two days ago and woke up like if i had drank
0: you I have had some like like me last week
1: but i i didn't even <laughs> drink it's like why
0: need some more electrolytes man possibly (laughs) but yeah so they're doing this thing having a good time uh you have a good point though getting hammered on the night before a cave expedition or whatever yeah they all wake up and like you said the one girl's screaming because the water is cold have you ever been camping like that where you have to like shower in slimy water yeah i've done it you have I was there. Oh no no, that water was not bad. No, I I'm talking about like going in the middle of nowhere and there's there happens to be showers and there's cabins.
1: Um I think I know what you mean.
0: It's cuz they use like the local deposit of water if there's like yeah. a lake or a pond or whatever. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's slimy, mossy, whatever it is. But you have this like everlasting smell. Smell on mm-hmm. you because the water isn't clean even if you use like the best shampoo and soap it's like nasty on your body. But I was thinking about it was like reminiscing with all that as they were like doing this little sequence. So Shower and they're all stretching. They're showing off of their tricks, and then they take oh, this no, 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 little picture. Oh no, no, no! They're not
1: all showing off. Juno's being a fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> sure, she Pali. went for a
1: jog, being hungover, and like, fuck this person. <laughs> <laughs> if you are this person, I'm sorry. I don't like you. Just kidding. But she's being a show off. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> she's being a show off and like rallying. very
0: 90s 2000 style like sequence you think so yeah this whole thing reminded me of like movies at the time
1: i would say the only thing that really dates this movie is that watch that one of the girls has that it saves like, lives it's like a really bulky 90s watch it's like glow in the dark you to
0: tell me it wasn't the samsung gear s 1000 or whatever we're on now it's a smart yes watch. it was the
1: first of its kind <laughs> Ancestor to that watch.
0: Yeah, let's add adds. Let's add uh, saves lives to the capabilities of your smartwatch because it does. Yeah, but it
1: dates this movie for sure. Oh, for sure. You could literally do that with your phone now. You could set off the ringer and toss it. Actually, you know what? If you had a phone, maybe just call somebody
0: (laughs) for help. (laughs) In a cave? I don't think so. I don't know. GPS locator on. (laughs) (laughs) Find my friend. Find my phone. (laughs) You're at a bar nearby, and you're like, "What the hell? My (laughs) friends in the middle of the forest? Probably a trick."
1: um they're getting ready to go on this cave diving expedition juno further being an asshole brought like a indiana jones type hat
0: mm-hmm. Wait, don't forget the cute little picture they take that then gets presented to us in the credits
1: yeah that typical like ominous this is the last time they were seen alive and photo. together
0: so yeah indiana jones she, you're right she has like the little hat and uh they're all kind of like doing their thing walking through the forest um they're oh wait no hold on step back before they're doing the indiana jones thing they're, they get there. They're driving like crazy and maniacs through the forest and they finally get there. They're all getting off the car, getting ready. Juno leaves the book in the car. Yeah. Purposely as yeah. a little thing.
1: And honestly, this is where you kind of get the hint that if it wasn't for Juno's ego, they wouldn't be in the situation at all.
0: You don't understand why yet at this point that she does it? Uh,
1: no, I feel like she has something to prove. I don't know what it is though because like her story's not tragic you know
0: yeah she makes like weird comments she really fucking does like to sarah earlier when she's or i don't know if it's later but she says like you're not the only one who lost something in that track in that crash and i'm like what the hell does that mean first of all yes (laughs) i um it is you weren't in the crash bro what are you talking about
1: it is later on, but it's, like, way to make something that's not about you about you. I mean, obviously we learned it's because she's having an affair with the the man and they were in love. But, but Sarah doesn't like, know this, so
0: why would you even say that? Like, why would you fucking say that? <laughs> what does that mean to Sarah? At that point, Sarah doesn't even know that that's going on. She doesn't on.
1: say it to Sarah. She says it to one of the other friends that knows, I think.
0: Oh, so it affected the friends more? It's so difficult for the friends? Yeah, listen, I have ones. friends...
1: <laughs> who have kids and family. And while I would be incredibly sad if something happened to them, I would not fucking make it about me and be like...
0: Your loss is so hard for me. (laughs) It's
1: so so hard for me. And that's literally what she does. I wanted to take this moment to point out, what the fuck do you get out of cave diving? Because, okay, at least with hiking... Is it
0: cave diving? Is that the the term? Uh, Or is it just cave exploring
1: i don't know the exact term whatever but at least with like hiking i know that at the end you see a beautiful view but like cave diving is underground you you see a bunch of beautiful rocks yes (laughs) long pause
0: Well, uh, Holly takes the video camera, so I think that's kind of cool. She's like,
1: "This is amazing!" I'm like, "It's a bunch of rocks." Well,
0: so I'm more curious about what view they were going to go see because the view they end up seeing is pitch black. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, unless you have a lot of really strong lights and your like headpieces and all that stuff are like bright enough for you to like get the view you're looking for, because you know, there's people who cave explore or whatever and find these really really cool little like views or you know, um, uh, there's like underwater or under I guess underground waterfalls and. I guess the potential is there. I have absolutely no idea idea what cave exploration looks like, but I've seen some pretty awesome pictures that are from caves, you know. Um, This one is not, I mean, their trip in this case is not fun. I don't know, maybe I
1: I disagree with you because I do make a note later in this movie that, like, I did not think I was someone who was claustrophobic, but seeing them squished in these, like, small rock areas made me feel claustrophobic and i would say that like it's not fucking worth
0: it indicator for when you're going off the path like when we go to like these little hiking areas in the national parks that we have visited you know how it's like the red that says you're going the wrong way or it's not a path I Think when you're having to climb through a crevice you're going you're the like, wrong way probably going the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like kind of like you know we see those things on the hiking trails and no one's necessarily there to stop you so, like, you can go.
1: Yeah, I Just, think you'd be that person that goes through them sometimes. Not in a
0: cave. No, hell no.
1: Not in a cave, but on a hiking trail, you would definitely oh, be like, who's going to stop me?
0: I have done that. <laughs>
1: this is why I don't <laughs> like going out.
0: But I'm also pretty good. You can't lie that I'm not really good with directions. Like, sense of my, my sense of direction, I could backtrack without ever looking back at something.
1: It's not about that. It's about dangerous paths that
0: you could fall off of. Am I, like, falling off cliffs every? Like, I don't know how you would... In the cave, yes. Because in the cave, like, yes. there's that point in the movie where they're running through in the dark, and then the one girl tells her to stop, and they run to that ledge. Like, that I see if it's, like, nighttime, but at the of the day, if you go off, like, the beaten path, it's pretty clear if you're going to fall off a cliff or
1: You'd <laughs> be one of the people that dies in a horror movie. I would not. <laughs> yes, you would. You'd I'd be like, that. let's take the path that says danger and dead ahead.
0: <laughs> I want to go see the dead ahead.
1: Yeah. Isn't that what that means? Isn't there? I think it's. Is it Dawn of the Dead? And it's like a sign that's like alive inside. <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> alive? No, it's uh, Walking Dead and it says um, alive. Do, not do not open undead. Or Don't something. open dead inside or something like that.
1: Yeah, but I think it's like an op. Don't dead. <laughs> but I think it's a callback to that movie, oh. which we should probably watch to see if we're if I'm completely making this up
0: or not. So they're walking to the cave.
1: You know, honestly, this movie is like one
0: of those where
1: we don't have to do too much plot summary. Because no. they literally are, like, diving
0: into the cave and shit goes wrong immediately. <laughs> yep. Because we could probably just skip all the, like, ooh, ah. And, like, there's very, uh, like, obvious ominous things that appear I think when they finally just climb in. So Juno's character later becomes, like, a kick-ass character. And at, before they climbed in, someone mentions, like, I'm a fucking English teacher. What am I? Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of, like, allusions I think, visibly, at least, of Juno and Tomb Raider later. Oh, yeah. in her, like, style and her, like, kick-assness. Think about it.
1: I guess so. So I I guess I don't want to say that because she's such a fucking
0: asshole. Oh, she is. But then, like I said, she gets like a redemption section. Yeah. But anyway, there's these these ominous things that they find in the hole once they finally dive in. Like, uh, I can't remember which character it is, but she sees like these handprints. I think it's Sarah. Is it Sarah? Yeah. These like bloody handprints on the wall. They're kind of just exploring doing their thing. Holly's got her camera and they're making jokes. And the first scare we get is the bats. Oh
1: my God. The awful early 2000s CGI that probably cost a million fucking dollars.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, Sarah's like creeped out or whatever. And so then they finally start to walk in. They're all having a good time. They break for lunch. Sarah is starting to hear things.
1: Sarah's kind of like been an unclear narrator for this story. Because like you said, she's on medication and she continues is hearing her daughter giggle and there's this scene often referring back to her daughter with a birthday cake that we see so like throughout the movie she's hearing giggling that nobody else is hearing and before they even like dive into the cave one of the friends lists off all the things that can happen to you while you're cave diving and i think each one of them experiences them at some point panic attacks paranoia hallucination dehydration
0: dehydration
1: disorientation like it's a whole list and each one of them kind of experiences so we're getting like it's unclear it seems like sarah's hallucinating her daughter giggling the entire movie and while they're eating holly's the one that kind of discovers that crevice and I don't understand thrill seekers at all because I don't see a tiny hole in the wall. And I'm like, let me go inside there. And they all follow her like fucking idiots.
0: Yeah. One of the friends, I think it's Becca, is like, June, are you sure I read the book? And it doesn't really describe anything like this. And Juno's like, don't worry about it. It's whatever. It's Like, it's cool. I know where I'm going. They start to get through the hole. And so we have our first kind of panic moment from Sarah, too, mm-hmm. where they're she all. Stuck. Yeah, they're, they all made it through fine. And Sarah gets stuck. And I don't no if it's clarified if she actually got stuck or if she's just panicking because of the claustrophobia she
1: actually got stuck because afterwards the rocks collapse on top of her well where she was she made it out in time
0: yeah beth kind of comes back to help her and starts making jokes beth or becca unsure she's like the worst that could have ever happened to you has already happened and
1: you. i'm like fuck
0: yeah. what a friend <laughs> yeah. she starts giving her like clit jokes she finally like makes her laugh or whatever and they start to walk out and the crevice starts to kind of like collapse on itself yeah. and so you start you know you get them kind of running out and they're trapped and everyone's panicking they're freaking out and they're like juno where where are we why did it collapse how do we get out and juno's like i don't know i don't this
1: This is a new cave system. No one's ever explored it. No one's ever gotten out alive. I thought we could name it, yada, yada, yada.
0: Yeah, it's a whole ass moment where the girls are like freaking out because they realize that Juno's a bitch. And and has led them to their death. Yeah, she's like, I thought y'all would have fun. And they're like, we're not at Borham uh, Caverns, which is where they were supposed to go. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, no, no. It was supposed to be like a whole thing and an adventure for us. And first of all, if I went on an expedition with a friend like this, I'd be like, dude, are you for real? Like, I'm trying to get back home. There's drinks to be drunk at the cabin. I got to get my
1: next hangover going. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So they start to kind of panic. They're trying to find their way out. That's when they find that first like little cavern thing where they have to jump across and there's no yeah. way out other than to climb it. And so Becca is a badass. I th- this whole scene is really long actually, but Becca starts to climb across the ceiling of that little cavern or that crossing. It's like a whole moment where she's like every inch she takes is suspenseful, suspenseful. because she's having to put the new clips and climbers could probably use the correct terminology, but she's yeah. using clips and, and carabiners and, and rope to help like set the path, which which is what they call it, I think. And you they the find across. like a really old
1: fashioned.
0: It's got like a loop. It's equipment. like someone else had been there. Yeah.
1: And she just hooks it on there and they get across.
0: She kind of second guesses herself, but she does use it. And I thought that was a really bad idea. And it turns out to be a bad idea.
1: Does it though? I mean, they make it.
0: I mean, it's because you hate Juno, but Juno's the last one to go across. Okay. And, and then it Junior, lets loose Juno's on Juno. doing some extra shit where she's like
1: trying to save all the rope because they're going to need it. You're not going to need it. You're all going to die. But, you know. They're going to know. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically. She like falls. Causes someone to get like horrible rope
1: burn. Becca,
0: Becca, who's the badass who set this whole thing up? Becca or Sam? It was Becca. Becca's the one who like did everything.
1: But Sam, at the end, she, you know, how Sam dies, like on the rope. She's like looking at her and like "fuck, I have rope burn," and I still have to climb up.
0: Yeah, I guess. I I guess it was. Listen, I don't know. I was wondering why Sam's hand were burnt later. A lot of these
1: actresses look alike, (laughs) and they have names that all start with B, so we don't know who did what.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they discover the wall paintings, and so everyone's kind of like, whatever, I don't who cares, but Sam, I think at this point, is the one who points out, like, no, look, it refers to two entrances, because this is where we came from. There's another opening on the other side. I
1: Don't think it's
0: Sam. I don't think the names matter. One of them is <laughs> Sam says there's an opening man we did side. a
1: terrible job with the <laughs> names in this one
0: because there's six of them and they're all just like in the dark it's hard to tell it, who it really is well.
1: hard to tell who did what
0: they see the wall paintings and one of them's like look it means that there's two entrances so they're like juno's using a lighter to help her determine where the air is coming from to mm-hmm. figure out what you know if there's air that's the way that there's an opening they're kind of like running around and juno's like oh yeah it's this way and holly just throws herself and starts running through a hole kind of <laughs> see yeah through a hole, and kind of see some light and it starts just running in the dark to the light and falls. And Juno's behind her like, Holly, stop, Holly, stop. Catches up with her and Holly falls and slides down into this hole. And pops her bone out of
1: her leg, which I hate so much. And this is where I'm going to restate how you picked a movie that has like everything I hate in it. Because I don't know what it is that I find so unsettling about the idea of Falling and your your bone ending up outside of your body. I think oh, yeah. it's one of the most horrifying things you could possibly see because I think your body goes into shock at that point and you don't necessarily feel all the pain you should be feeling. You think so? I think so because I kind of remember watching a show similar to I Survived where a woman was mountain climbing or something similar and this happened to her. But she didn't feel it because her body had gone into shock. And she just looked down at her thigh and her thigh bone was completely sticking snapped out. Snapped out. Yeah.
0: That's kind of how this scene is. Her legs, like past her knee, whatever you call that bone, is snapped out of her. And it's visible. It. And they're like, it's a whole moment. And that's funny. I think a saw. If you haven't seen, I can't remember which saw it is. But there's a scene where one Spoiler, of the Spoiler, I haven't
1: seen it. I haven't seen it. We're going to watch
0: it. I know. You're not going to know which one it is. It's fine. Oh. But... Something similar happens where this guy is getting crushed between these two walls, and to stop it, he puts his forearms. Well, to, now like, I'm
1: gonna know it. when that scene starts happening. You're not gonna remember what happens. I am. We're gonna watch it next. <laughs> yeah,
0: fine. We're gonna just jump all. Just five. jump. I think it's to number three one. or four of Saw. <laughs> I think it's the fifth one. <laughs> Yeah, and his hand, his like forearms snap in half, but Ugh. that's painful
1: yeah. so unsettling to me
0: but yeah so they go to help everyone's panicking because holly's injured and I, I think when you're in survival mode thinking of like as a group too and you think of like oh no we're gonna have to carry one of you guys now like you're not only just like think about the scene earlier they had to cross this path and all of them had to climb They crawled, and, yeah so now you've got a like a handicap because you have to not only think about getting through this place on your own and everyone's kind of healthy but two people have to Don't worry, worry guys carrying...
1: you're all gonna die it's not gonna matter yeah
0: <laughs> We're going to be put in a situation where we have to survive like this, and I'm going to be like, well, you probably thinks we're going to die, so there's no And honestly, point. I'd be
1: like, yep, I'm just going to lay here until it's my time, because I am that lazy bitch.
0: <laughs> That's just too up.
1: much effort. I was am- depressed
0: anyway. Goodbye. <laughs> you do always say that things work out if you just wait long enough.
1: <laughs> it will solve itself.
0: Yeah. Ambulance honestly, shows up in the middle of the desert.
1: In this situation, lying still and waiting would have been their best option. That's
0: true. Oh, would it? Well, I guess. You would would have had to move eventually. I don't think logic helps here because later on one of them starts yelling like help help someone please come here and help me and it's like, I don't don't even think I'd try. Yeah. We're in the middle of cave, bro. Like what? And
1: while this is happening, while they're trying to like repair her her bone, Sarah sees her first glimpse of one of the cave dweller creatures
0: comes back
1: tells everybody and they're like bitch you crazy that's not happening
0: it's probably your drugs you're you're hallucinating because of what happened to you and whatever and i think this is when juno says you're not the only one who lost something in that crash something
1: like that let's yeah i
0: hate her (laughs) but all hell breaks loose
1: pretty much from here on out it's all just like all of it
0: all of it survival. is survival survival for everyone they get yeah. split up because they
1: enter this area that is essentially all bones, and they're freaking out and they're using i believe the camera with the night vision of the camera or whatever we see a cave dweller like right behind instantly us. instantly the cave dweller has run between them yes and they run and scatter yes they're getting circled. and then sarah's like i fucking told you and that's when they all run
0: all of them get split up Beck mm-hmm. and sam are together holly and juno get split up sarah runs and falls and then just like which is
1: her MO for this (laughs) entire movie
0: so you don't really see where Beth went Holly and Juno get split up Holly gets bit like crazy in the neck Mm -hmm. in front of Juno you get this like very old school style of like just ripping of the neck and spray blood you know Juno's like panicking and tries to like pull Holly the crawler's fighting her she grabs her pickaxe and like slashes at it a second one comes yeah there's two of them and attacks Juno so then the other one gets uh, pickaxed by Juno runs away but the second one stays tackling these fights between Juno and these crawlers are like I think what makes her like get her redemption is that she's like a badass too but no but no <laughs> but she's also badass you keep badass. saying
1: she has a redemption I say no because you know that she doesn't deserve one
0: she has this underlying motive obviously yes. the whole time but she fights off the crawler beats its ass and we get a very sad moment okay so think about it this way right what would you do in the moment where everything and anything is literally circling and attacking you and the one person you thought you were with which is a holly is on the floor and you're in berserker mode you're attacking you're defending yourself you're in survival mode is it really out of is it really off like out of question to turn at the next thing that attacks you and attack it no
1: and i i understand that but here's where she's still a bitch she attacks her friend she stabs her through the fucking throat
0: yep beth comes out of nowhere grabs also, her and she pickaxes her in the neck.
1: very personally i am not skilled at anything i'm not ready to go like this This bitch is ready to go. This bitch is ready to kill someone. I get that they're, like, active, outdoorsy people, but, like... I don't think that means you're ready to just stab things in the
0: throat. I don't know if this is odd to ask, but do you think it's because they're a group of women that they've, like, taken self-defense classes and so that that's why? Because it's just women. There's this added effect of, like, we're alone out here, so we probably should, like, know how to defend ourselves against men. I think you're men supposed to gather suck.
1: that they're just, like, really active. Athletic. Athletic people, more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Say you do it this all important. on accident or whatever, Time but then fight. you realize it's your friend and then your friend is like, stay with me. You have just fucking killed them and then you... St- Still run away and and the creatures are gone as
0: far as you can tell. Well again, this was like immediate though. She's in she's in berserker mode. I think that's the thing, is that you're in berserker mode, you're in like survival mode, and you turn and the first thing that is like there you think it's another one.
1: Yeah, but then do you still after you've murdered someone, oh no no? Yeah, no no no. That's what I'm saying.
0: Beth as she falls and pulled the necklace off of her mm-hmm. chest, which later plays a part. We get a lot more just panic. Uh Becca and Sam are kinda of trying to figure out how to survive. Sarah wakes up finally. Uh Juno runs off and is like on her own. And mm-hmm. Sarah wakes up, she walks around
1: with the camera, is basically recording all the deaths that are happening a very like blair witch scene because you get her like heavy breathing in the camera at first and then she's recording all these things
0: I, it's very smart i, I think it's a really good idea to use the camera because you're in pitch black and i think they're mm-hmm. using infrared to help it does suck because the only thing she can see is the monsters or the crawlers eating, eating everybody everybody yep yeah she sees them eating and then one of them has like a moment where it kind of notices that she's there and gets super close to the camera and you can see the clicking and the jittering of the teeth and whatever. And Juno is screaming for Sarah. This is when we get the scene with the watch from Becca and Sam. Because Becca and Sam are also get, having close encounters with the crawlers. And they're kind of trying to shimmy away. Kind of just climbing on top of them. It kind of goes off. They get like a sigh of relief. And the watch goes off. Yep. And the crawler turns right around and shakes it off quickly. Throws the watch. And Juno also hears the watch. And is like, Becca, Sam. Starts yelling. And so the crawler also starts going to Juno. And so Sam, I think, mentions, uh, or Becca's like, if Juno keeps screaming like that, the crawlers are just going to all surround her. And but Sam's like, okay, and? <laughs> Better her than us. Yeah. yeah. And she's the reason you're down here. Yeah. Sarah, after... Is still
1: on her own with these creatures. And they've kind of seemed like have their feasts and had gone away. And she's trying to like make her way through the the cave of bones and that's where she notices her friend
0: is still alive beth yep even though she saw them rip apart holly i thought holly i thought beth was holly but no yes beth it's very hard to talk. it's like they collect their food and bring it back to this one spot. yes but
1: uh sarah does run into her and basically does says, that make sense though if you get chopped in the neck you can still talk i think if someone we should put a hole in your neck or look something. this up but um if someone slices like a cross it cuts your vocal cord so
0: yeah i guess maybe you wouldn't be able is, like, to talk she just missed or something maybe I mean. she
1: like just missed and she's like slowly bleeding out yeah and basically with her dying breath she tells her don't fucking trust juno she did this to me and she banged your her husband here's, here's the, the necklace to and the prove keys. that don't kill trust me now, her please and kill me please because i am suffering and she's like please don't ask me to do that but she does
0: yep and immediately gets attacked by the crawlers That's when she has a whole thing. The the action sequences in this are like out of nowhere because I didn't think it was that kind of movie. I thought it was just they get attacked by these crawlers and they're just surviving. But Sarah kicks ass. Sarah kills a couple of crawlers and then there's a female crawler and that female crawler realizes that her siblings or husband or whatever child is dead and screams and starts chasing her and she runs... And like falls out into this giant pit of blood.
1: Yes. And I was gonna like make this analogy. She falls into the blood and then comes out. It's kind of like a back or like a rebirth type of scene
0: she's animalistic after all this after
1: this she's freaking feral and almost acting like the cave dweller people
0: yeah because she's also completely in survival. it's like juno and sarah have their like awakenings because juno's also kicking ass to survive sarah's kicking ass to survive
1: i would argue that juno was like always this type of person because we get this scene too where she eventually does meet up with the other girls and defending them snaps one of the creature's neck like no (laughs) fucking hesitation i'm like this bitch is too ready to snap some necks
0: this is what i mean is like maybe they they brought up the tomb raider joke earlier because they're like Let's make Juno like Tomb Raider and make her character very much like that kind of kick-ass female figure who like knows how to fight, snaps necks apparently.
1: They they have this moment where they've killed one of these creatures and Sam, because she was studying to be a doctor, Juno asks her like, what are these things? And we get this like kind of little like blurb of they're completely blind. They pretty much use
0: sonar. They're cave people. So the point is that they've adapted over time. Or I think that yeah. di- I read a fact that says the director's idea was that they're... They're kind of like evolved cavemen that because they were never exposed to light they're obviously blind like you said sonar like bats their skin is completely white because mm-hmm. they have no exposure to the sun
1: and they eat whatever they can come across that pretty much gets near the opening of their
0: cave. One of them makes a good point. It's like, yeah, they have to go out and hunt and bring back food. So there's got to be an opening around here somewhere. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Juno who points that out.
1: You know, yada, yada, yada. Sam eventually dies in like Sam a weird scene. Sam dies in like a
0: very sad scene too. That
1: makes no sense.
0: She has, Yeah, she's like climbing out and they're like, you don't have rope. And uh, Juno and Becca are like, come on, baby, please come back. And then like a crawler's right above her and slashes her throat. And then she stabs it and then but dies, she dies very dramatically she's like hanging yeah from her, her death rope. makes
1: no sense and then immediately after
0: becca gets yanked, her sister is also like martyred like getting her stomach ripped out too and juno jumps out into the water to escape them fall she runs into the one that sam stabbed underwater and pulls his it looked like i thought he was pulling she was pulling his like nipple out but i think we realized that
1: <laughs> it was a weapon her
0: knife was still in him yeah So she climbs out and then Sarah is there. Helps her out.
1: Sarah is actually the one. And I think she grabs her by the neck to pull her up. And very much hinting that she's fucking pissed at her. And again, at this point, you get the... The notion that Sarah's pretty much feral because oh, for sure. she looks insane. She's covered in blood. You just see her eyes all crazy. They're pretty much like making their way out of there. You get the sense that they're like almost out, and then you get that scene that you were talking about.
0: Yeah, they're surrounded by crawlers. It's a very Mortal Kombat ass scene. They pick, they pull out their pickaxes, and they're kind of like, "Come on, come at me!" And uh, the crawlers come in one by one. It's like. A a scene straight out of a fight movie. Yeah. And they're just kicking ass. Sarah's like gouging out eyes. Juno's bashing heads into the wall. Uh, I think at one point Sarah bites in on one and rips his face off. And he gets blood sprayed all over the She starts acting
1: like them. She takes like a a play from their playbook. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And bites one straight in the neck. Pulls and his flesh off and just spits it out. And basically they kick out everyone's butt. And they kind of just have a stare off. Sarah grabs
1: like a really old timey looking axe. You get the sense it's from like the original.
0: Expedition. Expeditioners.
1: And they're like staring at each other. And it's very clear without words. Sarah knows. Juno knows. She knows. She's got the keys in her hand. And or the she's necklace, got the necklace in her hand. Later
0: yes. we found out that the necklace says something that Paul used to tell Sarah. And it's Juno's Apparently
1: necklace. told both of them all the time. Yeah. I guess men are lazy and can't think of different fuckboy lines to give
0: every girl. I love you. I ain't going to ever stop loving you. And
1: with the axe in her hand, she lets the necklace kind of fall. It's very dramatic. And, like, she fucking stabs her in the leg, basically being like, I'm not going to kill you, but, like, good luck making it out of here. And she leaves it
0: in her leg, too. Yeah.
1: And if you're Juno, like, can you even be mad at this point? She's screaming, like,
0: I hate you. Why? why?" She's not saying... She's screaming as Sarah leaves because she's she's like fuck. But she deserves right it, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah.
1: <you're right> though. <laughs> yeah, and after this happens, you see like this massive horde, and there's like no way she's gonna fucking survive this on her own.
0: No way. Yeah, Sarah's like dragging herself out, and then she kind of just slips and then falls and passes out again.
1: Again. Again. Apparently, this is where the UK and the US endings differ. And in the version we saw, she wakes up and-
0: Light shines right in front of her. Daylight
1: is actually right in front of her. She's crawling out.
0: And this mountain of bones.
1: Pops out of the ground again. Another type of like rebirth, resurgence type scene. Makes a mad dash for the car and-
0: And she's like, oh my God, and grabs the car and is like a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Drives off, just zooming through the roads and pulls over and just- Throws her eyes out. (laughs) She throws up after that truck passes. Yeah. I don't understand why she waited the that to throw up, but... And then
1: she turns around and Juno's ghost is in the passenger seat. And if I was Sarah, I'd be like, bitch, you have no right. Don't you dare come haunting me.
0: So I thought, because it ends right there. Mm-hmm. I thought, what if it's that... Because later, I guess it's clarified. It's, it's her ghost. But I was like, what if Juno survived?
1: How, though? How would she have, like, made it to the car that she, was? Like, out? How the sped hell out? did
0: Sarah survive?
1: <laughs> well... <laughs> That's where the UK ending comes into play because it's, again, that scene where she passes out on the ground. She wakes up and she sees her daughter again. This daughter that she's been seeing for this entire movie with the cake. And...
0: The daughter's not really there.
1: Right. Because it pans out and it's just Sarah with the flashlight. Not the flashlight. The fire. torch torch that she has.
0: And the creatures are getting closer. And that's where it ends. So, yeah, the fun fact was that apparently it was changed to the the optimistic version because they believed that the US audiences couldn't handle it. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, also because really? I read that they wanted to leave it open for a sequel. There is a sequel. There is. I don't know if I've I've watch seen it. Ever. I don't know if it'll be as good. I don't know if Sarah will be in it or not.
0: When it pans out, there's like no obvious way out.
1: Just to clarify in case it's confusing, that whole sequence where she pops out, is in the car and sees Juno's ghost still happens. It's just that when she sees Juno's ghost, she pops back into the cave where she had originally passed out and sees her daughter.
0: So people think Sarah killed all her friends and just only imagined all the, the crawlers yeah apparently there was even a scene that was left out of the movie where sarah at the beginning is in the hospital and is running through that corridor that it gets dark she sees one of them but they left it out i think the theory is that like she just imagined the crawlers and her she herself killed all of them which in unfortunate the why, yeah why would you kill all the friends just kill juno yeah for sure
1: i don't i don't know if i agree with that fan theory honestly it's too, I, it's too broad well i broad. Read it.
0: And then I was like, well, I guess it makes sense because I thought the exact same thing when I saw the – when you see the alternate ending and she's just sitting there in the dark. It's like, what if she did kill – I mean, if she's having all these hallucinations, what would stop you from thinking she's the one who killed them all and just doesn't know it?
1: Fair enough, I guess.
0: Yeah, like Juno's the one she only knows – Juno's the one she knows for sure she killed because – she had the ultimate vendetta with her yeah but all the rest were like you know just because she she hallucinated they were crawlers maybe and killed them too Mm. she's in this like like you said animal mode feral mode Why wouldn't i mean i don't know i'm not saying it's true just yeah i thought the exact same thing and then to read that it was a fan theory is like oh yeah i guess yeah other people probably saw the same thing i did i don't know no
1: maybe i have to actually read
0: the fan theory yeah good stuff but
1: what would you rate this movie
0: i think it's fun i'd say it's like a Seven and a half, eight.
1: Yeah, I think I would also give it like a seven. It's interesting because it's like an all female cast. It's not like anything new. Or groundbreaking, I would say.
0: No, I think uh, the kickassness of it is very like it's of its time, two thousands. I feel like all those movies at the time were like trying to find like a action. kick-ass action. Yeah, even yeah. in horror, you know what I mean. It, it, uh, the Tomb Raider references, I think, are fun with Juno, uh-huh. and uh, she's like a kickass kind of like bad bad guy, right? And then Sarah has her moments too, and um, like I said, the the killing scenes and the gruesomeness, gruesomeness of it all makes it fun too
1: you know you said it was pretty gruesome but I I think I've seen worse that's know? because you find very like,
0: specific things gruesome you know maybe it is
1: because <laughs> like so much of it happens in like these flashing scenes in the dark and you're just like okay <laughs> that Mortal Kombat scene is
0: hard to tell what's going on for yeah because sure. they're all getting thrown around and rolling and yeah the head bashing and the eye gouging and the, yeah. the ripping is all I, I think that's what makes it cool that you're it, it is horrifying in the classical sense is that you've got these creatures killing off all of them and by one ripping stomachs out slashing necks you know even the sad moment where beth gets stabbed in the neck with a pickaxe it's like even they themselves didn't know who to like or what in the dark was attacking them you know they even like attacked each other yeah no, sorry seven. <laughs> <laughs> A seven. that's what you said yeah
1: no that i had finished my review yeah okay so do you want to talk about what scared
0: loki this week so you said the movie didn't actually scare him no. i think the chitting like the noises that the monsters were making kind of intrigued him he didn't like growl or anything but
1: Nah. he, he was staring he really couldn't air less i think he was staring because he's like this is what you're watching instead of paying attention to me
0: he did like the little jungle or not the jungle the foresty scenes he's like laying down staring at it
1: but i think what actually scared him this week is when you were playing luigi's mansion because (laughs) there's little ghosts that make these funny sounds when you suck them into like your ghostbuster type vacuum because he definitely started barking and growing oh he did he
0: was going off so bad i thought it was because of the vacuum noise you say it's because of the ghost sounds i think it could be any of it it could be all of it (laughs) because he was going on for a while so which was it loki set the record straight
1: Mm -hmm. Mm. i told you so
0: (sighs) making me (laughs) look bad
1: all right, as always, we hope you guys had a good time here with us. You can follow us pretty much anywhere at Shaken out Scared Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. Send us an email at shaken at, at gmail.com.
0: You can listen to us on all your favorite podcasting sites, Spotify, Apple, Google. Rate and review us. Did you already say that? No, but please do. <laughs> yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. You can buy us coffee. You can buy Loki a treat. So. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.